0: Hello, welcome back to the podcast called Hearts and Questions. Any of you new here, welcome. Okay, so I watched the last two weeks, watched the show must go on. The one week I forgot to talk about it, but it was called Midnight Tango. And if you like interpreted interpreted a dance that tells a story this will be it because they were telling their dance through tango and it was awesome especially you know they had like a tango fight scene it was it was pretty cool so midnight tango is basically just interpreted through dance um but there is one song they do play instrument and in, instrument they do play with instruments that you guys all may recognize um but the beat of it it was was pretty good i gotta say so if you guys do like dance through interpretation and this weird instead of ballet it was tango so you guys should watch it when you guys ever have the chance to (laughs) when or you guys should watch it if you guys ever get a chance again that's all I gotta say on that and then next one is being Shakespeare basically Simon he is a good British actor he was on midsummer's murder a couple of times and you know he was doing one match show talking about um William Shakespeare from birth to death it was very amazing you know he is an amazing actor. Um, just because of the fact he holds his own on stage and, you know, telling the story is basically going from, um, like I said, birth to death, talking about, you know, his family life, going towards his, his education, his work. And then, I guess 10 years, they don't know where he was, but then, um, you know, finally, finally becoming Shakespeare. You know, writing the sonnets and all that jazz, owning land and so on and so forth. So it's really great. Um, so right now, if you forgot, um, right now on um, the show must go on. On Mondays, they're doing Shakespeare season of uh, the show must go on. So uh, yeah, new one's supposed to be Richard the Supposed to be on. So, yeah, and then the last week' Friday musical was from He and Our Eternity. It takes place during 19, um, takes place um, before the bombing of the Pearl Harbor. And you know, basically, it has love, It has betrayal, it has hatred. basically and it's really had, it's had good songs good characters and it's just like i said it has you know hatred it has love it has betrayal and it also so yeah so it's pretty good now one of the songs you know how they do have every time after the show wants to go on or after when the musical is done with. Like they do play it, push probably, you know, sometimes I post one song, but then a few weeks, a month later, they post the other song from the same musical, just a different song, just from the same musical. Yeah, they already posted on Fight or Flight from that musical, so if you guys want to listen to it, you guys can. Uh, it it's a, it's a very good song. I... I like it, so yeah. Um, but anyways. Okay, so, update on Netflix. Yes, another update on Netflix. Now, the thing is, I don't know if this is true or not. There's an article saying that Netflix has a lawsuit against copyright claims for tweets about the negative, about the negative, about the negativity towards the movie and trailer of that one movie that should that I shall not be named on here. The thing is, is that, um, take this with a grain of salt, because I don't really know. There's only one article about it, but um, that I've seen, and this was actually on my Google thing. I did relook look it up. I did find the same article, but it was literally on my Google uh, newsfeed, though last week when I saw this, and I was, just, and I was really thinking, really, Netflix, you really go be a child and just do this, because of the fact people did not like the movie that you brought, brought out, there's tons of movies that you put on Netflix, and people do not, not like them, but, you know, since, you know, this movie got canceled, Netflix got going, And, you know, this movie did kind of hurt Netflix in a way where it did lose the subscribers, where they had to increase um, the pay for Netflix and so on and so forth more. So basically, I feel like Netflix should really take a look at themselves and see, like, how can we get back the subscribers we lost instead of raising the pay and doing more. Now the thing is, like I said, um, take this with a grain of salt because I don't know if it's true. If uh, Netflix is doing a lawsuit against people who have tweeted out a neg- negative against the movie, I don't think they can. I don't know. It's a big, it's a big mess for them. Hey, they don't want to get themselves into this mess. They can, they can get themselves out of it. They're one, they're the ones who got themselves into this mess. That's all I gotta say. Okay anime versus Hollywood. Now anime versus Hollywood, I guess uh, since ho- since anime is becoming more and more popular, we know that on um, Western companies likes to just see profit and if they see this as anime, you know getting bigger, bigger people, um, you know more people getting well more people just wanna watch anime, all that stuff, you know, they might try to buy out anime companies and own the anime market. Thing is, is that reason why they may see it as this way? Uh, weeks back, uh, I guess, Demon Slayer movie made more in Japan during COVID than any other movie. And <laughs> it's very good, but also, that's that's very good, actually. Yeah, it shows what people like to see. But <laughs> I never watched Demon Slayer so I don't know what's in it. I'm I've been mean mean meaning to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I'm I'm slow on watching my animes, okay? <laughs> I watch new ones that comes out. I keep forgetting to watch like the ones that came out like two years ago or three years ago. I'm like there's so many animes to watch, okay? But anyways, um, yeah. Now, we know that unless certain companies that makes movie and TV show, they are now on wokeness and censorship. Censor- censorship and all that stuff. Thing is, with anime, uh, they don't like to hold back. They don't. They go forward. And uh, I do gotta say, there's some cute animes out there that are actually really safe for kids to watch, like... Um, one is Snow White with red hair. I feel like that's, that's actually a cute one to watch because the fact is just, it has adventure, it has, like, a strong willed girl who wants to do what she wants to do, and, you know, so there's one one, that one. i just use that example, but there's others that are much more, um, ooh, they are R-rated all rated R, they're not safe for kids. So there are, like, some in the middle. Like I said, there are some... I said this weeks ago, where there's some safe ones, there's, but there's are R, R rated ones, R-rated ones, and there's stuff in the middle. But anyways... Um... Anyways... Uh... It would just be a big mess if... They just got their hands on it because I did read this one comment on under, uh, Comfish TV when they talked about this. This one comment said like, "Well, if somehow they got hold of anime and she, then we we'll all just have to move to mangas because mangas are independently owned." Which I won't mind buying mangas. Like I do want to buy mangas. It's just that I, if I would buy them, I would. I'd rather buy paperback, not online copies. But the thing is, is that they don't, I don't, do they sell them in Walmart and Target? Because I know if I go to a bookstore, they're probably gonna be in the bookstore. But the thing is, we don't really have a bookstore in my town, but we used to. This got shut down like a few years ago. So um, we don't have a bookstore no more so yeah <laughs> but anyways um, there's that so what do you guys think about it how do you guys feel if this did happen if this if, if this did happen because we know that Hollywood Western companies just care about profit and if they see this as a oh, anime school is coming popular everyone likes it let's try to get our hands on it you know, our gritty hands on it how do you guys feel about that? Like seriously, come on. How do you guys actually feel about that? Because that would be messed up. Um, but anyways. Uh, Lego Star Wars Christmas special. Basically, it's supposed to be, um, right. Time traveling to the past. The trailer dropped at Finally dropped. And we've seen it. thing is, it's just that I feel like watching after the trailer, um, Star Wars is in their own, this, Lego, Lego Star Wars is in their own universe. It's separate from the movies, this is in their own universe. Because Star Wars specials, I remember watching them when they were on Cartoon Network, they are on their own. Like, literally, they back. They brought back, um, Darth Vader in one, but they always had to kick him off because like, oh, you're not on the scene, you're not on the scene, oh, like, yeah, you're not on the scene, come on, you gotta go back. Like they were like trying to make a movie, you know. this I remember off the top of my head. I always felt funny. But like I said. Uh all you gotta check from this is Lego Star Wars is in their own universe. It's not part of the, you know, the movie. Part of the that one series that one there there's there's separate universes now. There's there's separate universes, that's all I gotta say. Since, you know, the past meets the past. Well the present meets the past and the past meets the past. Because of how Palpatine and Darth Vader found out and there's more time traveling going on. So they're actually messing up the timeline really well. Not good. Um but anyways, uh Dobby, true identity came out, and a lot of people are not surprised, because people were guessing this, uh, whose true identity was, and it is, uh, Shoto's brother, Endeavor's son, Toya Toroki. Thing is, he has white hair instead of red, and... (laughs) only time when he ever did got to see Toya was in a flashback where you see how uh, where you see Sh- Shoto was taken to be trained by his father so many times and he could not play with his brothers and sister and he always watched them play together and he could never do that I guess um, in a way you know well how people how it described people know this one person described it because I guess Toya was jealous of Shoto um because of the fact how he got you know his brother how his father was never there always saw him as a failed thing but when Shoto came along he was that what Endeavor wanted thing is is that the both these child got the worst end of the stick. They both got the worst end. Even though Toya was, you know, ignored by his father, Shoto was put to the worst thing ever, too. Like, literally, you're... Like, he was put to the worst thing ever. <laughs> they both were. <sighs> it's terrible. You know, in a way... Shoujo could have became a villain too because of his father. I'm thinking all of them could have been. <laughs> all of them could have, all of his children could have become villains. But no, they didn't. Only one did. But yes, Davi is a Todoroki. People have been, people already knew this. Because of the fact how he got a fire cork, his fire cork was blue, also because of his eyes, and his... I guess his hair was one indication too, since it was, it was black, but I guess his... he has white hair. Yeah... <laughs> so... Yeah... He's a Long Balma's brother, who turned villain and blames his brother! They want to kill his own brother but now his father but but now endeavors is the pro hero number one now he just want kills his father <laughs> so yeah now i actually did watch a v- youtube video on this and there was like tons out and, and I do gotta say this was trending more on Twitter than the election this this was this is big this was bigger than the election and it, it is because Dolly's do- true identity was being questioned for three years it finally came out <laughs> God, I gotta start reading the mangas, but then again I won't get paperbacks so I'll get online then again if I get online then I don't have to take up much space For, like, mangas. I don't know. I gotta decide. Because I do like paperbacks better. They uh, do like paperbacks better than having online. Like, official books that you get help in reading stuff online. I gotta decide what I want to do. But anyways, um... Yeah, uh, there's that. Um, Sadly, uh, Johnny Depp won't be on won't we'll be on won't we'll be on Fantastic B series. No, he was asked to resign and he told and it was heartbreaking because of the fact that I like him as Grindwald. He's very uh good. This comes the week after uh Amber Heard won the loss, law, the lawsuit. Well and the son did too for the claim saying that that what the sun have in the magazine was false, I guess, um, the judge ruling, the judge rule, rule, saying what the sun was not false, but then again, um, I heard that the sun's not really a trustworthy magazine, or oh, was that different magazine? I don't know, there's a magazine that's not really trustworthy, but, um, yeah, <laughs> Now the thing is, um, there's many speculation it could have been because Warner brothers didn't want to do this anymore fact is that um johnny can do another lawsuit and try to appeal this and thing is the movie also got pushed back uh for from 2021 to 2022 which sucks i can't wait until another, another year because of covid but also it was, it was due to Johnny's court case. And now I think people think also some people think it's because of that. Because like, well, we got to get this movie out there. So we got to go on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of unanswered questions there. So I say take it with a grain of salt. Take everything with a grain of salt. Keep your mind open to stuff. And yeah, that's all I got to say. But anyways, I'm gonna let you guys go. Um, I got some stuff to do, and I, yeah. But I hope you guys have a good day, good night, good evening. I'll see you guys Wednesday for History Wednesday, and I will be back. Um, on Wednesday for History Wednesday, Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So I'll see you guys later. Uh, you guys can follow me at KJ 3 at Instagram and at Twitter. Please feel free comments or questions. Because if there's any questions and comments, I read them on Friday, after start time Friday, when I get them. When I get them. That's all. Okay. Bye.